0: This episode is sponsored by A Little Hypnosis. Sometimes it can be hard to be confident and enjoy our little life to the fullest. That is where A Little Hypnosis could be helpful. Hypnotherapy can help you freely use your diapers, reinforce little space, and age regression. My friends over at A Little Hypnosis want to help you, so for a limited time, they're giving Newsy Nook listeners $20 off your first session. Just go to alittlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby To get the discount, that's a littlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby for $20 off your first session. Try a little hypnosis, a kink-focused therapeutic approach to the mind. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, I discuss the reaction to a recent article written about the ABDL community, and then I release my conversations I had at CapCon. and if that article or the post CapCon feels have you feeling some soggy diaper blues, we finish off with a very special guest performance. This week in Newsy's News, a recent online article about the ABDL community is getting a lot of mixed reactions. The Stranger published the article titled, Young at Heart. The article takes a broad stroke to explain the fetish, tackle the prejudice against the fetish, and even mentions the legal issues with My Inner Baby, the ABDL company forced to close its doors in Noblesville, Indiana. Twitter comments on The Stranger's posts for the article have not been surprising for those uninitiated with the kink. Many in the ABDL community have had mixed reactions to the article, too. Sharky Padded wrote in part, The article is well written about the sexual minority that wrongly has other sexual inclinations misattributed to it. The people responding to it are dumb, ableistic, kink-shaming grown adults. Some ABDLs on Twitter expressed a feeling of shame because of the article. Pup Kenzo posted this video saying you should never let the
1: world change you. Don't let these internet trolls get to you. Because at the end of the day, the only person that can control your life is you. We work so hard to try to make a community so much better for ourselves. And for everybody around us. We're not going to stop. We can't stop. We can't let these haters win. Let these haters be your motivators. Let us push and inspire each other to just like Be the brink of change that we can show these people that no, we're not fucking pedophiles. No, we're not into children. No, we're not doing all this bull crap. No. And no, we're not going to let your words hurt our self-esteem. So my message tonight and for everybody, every day, every single moment and walking life of your life. Be you. Constantly living your truth. And own everything. Own your skin. Trust me. It is all worth it in the end.
0: This week in Newsies noteworthy events in New York City. Check out the Uptown Munch happening Saturday, April 8th. Padded Gamers is Sunday, April 16th, and Pup Kenzo's Littles Party is Friday, April 28th. In Chicago, Little Bites Chicago is Saturday, April 15th. Bowling Buddies is Thursday, April 20th, and Crinkle Crawl After Midnight is Friday, April 29th. In Texas, check out the Alamo City Age Play event happening Sunday, April 16th. And in California, check out Diaper Active happening Saturday, April 29th. I will have more information on all these events in the show notes. If you would like your event mentioned on the podcast, just message me on Instagram or Twitter at Newsybaby. This week in Newsy's Nook, is anyone still coming down from the high of Capcom? I know I sure am. Another reason I loved Capcom was having fun conversations with new and old friends in person. In newsy fashion, I brought a microphone with me to record these conversations. The first conversation I had was with Leafy and Acorn. We discussed environmental impacts of diapers, would people invest in eco-friendly diapers, and we also talked about our Capcom experience so far.
2: (laughs) So, I was zero waste for two years, um, and I've been vegan for four years, um, and a lot of the reasons why I was doing those things was one, for environmental reasons, uh, and two, just because I noticed how much impact plastic, you know, how much plastic I was using and how much waste I was creating on a daily basis, um, to the point where when I was really fully in zero waste, um, I I was really only emptying out my trash can. Like, once a month, and most of the the things I was throwing away was food waste, but that would go to compost, right? Right. So, I was, you know, living, I was trying to live the best sustainable life I could, and then, you know, and then last year, I kind of reignited my ABDL side, and I went from having almost no diaper, or no, barely emptying out my trash, Um, emptying um, out my trash,
0: like, Oh, and so it made much. you notice it more. Yeah, and then you got to thinking like, well, if this is a me with no ways, think about just the ways of an average ABDL Yeah, exactly.
2: And it, and like that huge contrast just like totally blew my mind. And like, in fact, one of the reasons why I originally so I was ABDL like I was you know during like the Tumblr days or whatever. But <laughs> the, Tumblr <laughs> the Tumblr. days.
0: <laughs> back in my day, yeah, Back in, had Tumblr. <laughs> and I actually now was it's dead
2: yeah now it's dead rip but tumbler. <laughs> <I. P. laughs> Tumblr. Um, but we um, I actually one of the reasons why I stopped A V D L at the time was because I was like, oh my god there's so much waste and then like, so it was kind of like I was like a, I was a little bit of like worried about the environmental cost and it became zero waste, and then I went back to it and I just, that huge contrast just like you know was something that kind of a, it was a little bit unsettling you know and there was like yeah. friction between the values that I had as an environmentalist and also the value I know of participating in a king community right like it's Like I don't, I never want to like stop being ABDO because
0: of environmental reasons. Like I will never do that. Right, but it's also something close to your heart. So I guess you know, after going through this period of like, oh my god, this is what I'm doing. Was there anything that you adjusted? I mean, did you start wearing less? Did you start wearing for longer? Like Mm. diapers leaking, basically dissolving. Is that like?
2: Yeah, I that so, I um, that is a good question because I feel like. I don't know, it's so hard to, like, balance, like, I, I want to use less. Like, I, I think I'm definitely using less cypress than I was before, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but also, I don't know, I, I don't think, it's hard to really, like, it's hard to really say that I'm using, like, less cypress. I'm not 24-7 by right. any means, But now I you're guess. conscious of
0: it. So I guess yeah. that's one step, right? They yeah. always say, like, identifying the issue, or, like, saying you have an issue is the first step. So I guess yeah. you noticing it is the first step. yeah yeah. how about you do you do you well I guess here would be a good example right because at Capcom, you're probably using more diapers than usual has that ever passed your mind as you're here
3: um it's acorn again by the way I'm just gonna keep that going um (laughs) actually I'll say I've used less diapers being here than at home just because like I don't even really think about changing (laughs) Is that weird I expect others to do it for me (laughs) <laughs> no, honestly, I'm wearing more here because, I mean, when I'm at home, I don't wear for a lot of the day because I'm at work. Oh, okay. So, wait, did I just contradict myself? No, no, I don't I even kinda, know what no, no, I'm no, saying. No, I, I kind of see what
0: you're saying, right? Like, you only, when you're at home, you only wear when you can, wear here, he, which seems, you know. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like
3: maybe I contradicted myself, maybe. I, I, I don't think, know.
0: Oh, I can I? Uh, yeah.
2: I think maybe in the sense of like, maybe what you're saying is that you're here and because you know you don't have like any obligations later in the day, that you're able to like wear your diaper to like the fullest it is, maybe. And like when you're at home, maybe like, oh, I have to like, I, I only can like, you know, wear it for an hour and then I throw it away. Right. Like yeah.
0: when you're wearing it at home and you don't have the luxury of like always doing it, it's like, I need to make the most out of this whole situation. Yeah. And I'm kind of feeling that here a little bit. Like I feel like. You know, when I'm at home and I'm diapered by myself, there's such a, like, I'm like, all right, I have to, like, do all my fantasies in two hours. Yes. Where here it feels like, wow, I've been diapered a long time. But, like, I'm not sick of wearing. It's almost like, is this the new normal? Like, is this life? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this reality? And I guess that's the one part that I keep, keeps making me dip out of the headspace a little bit. It's just, like, this is insane.
2: That is that is so valid um, when it comes to, like... That's, that's actually an interesting kind of, like... Even, like, other topic of, like, almost, like, the psychology of, like, a Headspace and, like, how, like... It's, like, because it's, like, normalized in Capcom itself, it's, like, how do you, like, you know, blend those two things together? Like, right. how do you, like, blend, like, the normalization of, like, just everyone wearing Littles' clothes here? Right. And then, um well like I want to also make ABDL and my fantasies feel special and like
0: right so sexy right and I guess I don't know if this is now becoming like newsies therapy hour but <laughs> I maybe that's a reason why I feel so out of body being here maybe it's because I don't allow myself to settle into a headspace mm. I don't know have you had an uh, uh, oh shit I'm here moment yet like where I rate mean, you that there's all these people wearing diapers and like this is the normal part. I the mean, people wearing the clothes This is the weird part.
3: This is my first time ever meeting another ABDL in real life. Really? Yeah, I just waltzed on in, so I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I'm literally not being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Oh, and it's Acorn, by the way. Um, Dead. um but yeah. So th- there definitely was that moment.
0: And not bringing up your tweets, but I just want to for a hot second. Do
2: you? Think- oh, you
3: can bring up my tweets all you want.
0: Did you see his tweets? So I
3: have. I'm a Twitter maniac.
2: So I per for personal reasons. I like deleted Twitter off my phone. I still have my Twitter app. Don't worry, but like,
0: <laughs> you-, you can still contact me. Yeah,
2: yeah. I just don't have an iPhone, so I haven't, I haven't seen them.
3: Do, do tell. Um, like I post really- a Twitter post about like every thirty seconds. Um, I'm just really real and I just tell my feelings on Twitter. Um, but I was anxious and anyone who follows me could probably tell that. Right. Um, but things just changed.
0: But I also kind of love that there was a lot of people that messaged like, no, like it's great. Like, like you're going, I heard it's called like going through the process, right? Everyone comes here and it's that moment of like, oh my God, this is real. But I don't know. I felt like ever since those posts, a lot of people have been checking up on you. And it, like, is so cute.
3: Yeah. Um, Xanthos on Twitter, uh-huh. he's one of the staff here to, uh, at this CapCon. Uh-huh. He was one of the first people I talked to. Every time he sees me, he walks up and says, are you doing okay? Aww. So I, no, I appreciated that because yeah. it was really nice. Yeah.
0: Everyone is just... Uh, and it feels so real. Like, I feel like if, a lot, if I posted something on my like, normal Facebook and was like, I'm feeling a type of way, it would be a lot of like, you'll get through it, yeah. thoughts and prayers. Yeah. But like here it feels so like you see me. It's,
3: it's definitely different having someone say something on Twitter and having it in person here at Capcom. Right. It's a completely different experience.
2: This also reminds me a little bit of oh. Sleepy by the way. Oh my god, you're hello, hello Johnny you're on you the podcast. You have to identify who oh, you are. On the
4: podcast. Hi. I'm Johnny Boy. Yeah. I'm Johnny's daddy Dan. And we're just shopping at Capcom. I'm sorry to interrupt the podcast. Yes. No,
0: okay, so now we get to ask you the question. So we're talking about environmentally friendly diapers. And then we started talking about my therapy, but that's a different topic. Would you pay an extra premium price for an eco-friendly diaper? It de- would
4: depend on the quality of it. Yeah. And, like, how much does it hold? Like, can I wear it, like, all night long without it falling apart, which I'm sure... Oh, that's, a inter- that's you know, an interesting
0: part, because, eco, right, if yeah. it,
4: I'm thinking eco-friendly, I'm thinking it's probably not going to hold. Yeah, or it's biodegradable, but it would just have to be, like, durable... You know, so maybe at first I'd be a little nervous until, until it was like. How durable, like rubbing it. durable, or like full-on buzzer like, durable? like yeah. full-on what was that buzzer, <laughs> like the buzz hand? Um, I mean, like everything I do in a diaper now, could it do that? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus, be environmentally friendly. Yeah.
0: As a daddy, would you pay a premium diaper price for a bio, like for a eco-friendly diaper? I think it would have to depend what that. What that premium price point is? If it was like a ten dollars, so if there was like for a pack or for diaper, right? right, take take whatever like take an ABU pack, and then whatever a pack of whatever number, add ten dollars, and that's a premium version. Let's say ABU made an eco-friendly version of Le- Little Kings and a regular version. Would you spend an extra ten dollars for the eco-friendly version?
4: Awesome. Like how eco-friendly is it? Is it? Cause you know there's like a lot of like vegan leather which they market as eco-friendly but it isn't you know? your smile so like,
0: tells me that's a whole other tangent that we could go is, on it is but yeah
4: so as long as it was like right. oh but i agree with johnny that's the whole thing like because like it's, like vegan leather can just like fall apart in like the rain yeah. and also i mean like a lot of the vegan leather it's marketed as eco-friendly because it fits that kind of like organic and like granola, E lifestyle, but it's actually not eco friendly. It creates a ton of pollution, much more than regular leather does. So yeah, as long as it was genuinely eco friendly.
0: Yeah, that's
2: a good point because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oops.
0: Thank you for coming to Newsies. Yeah,
2: it's like surprise, surprise, guys. Surprise! Thanks for stopping by. See, yeah, I'll see you later, guys. Okay. Um, yeah, so kind of going what Johnny was saying. That's a good point, where it's, like, how... Which is also kind of, like, greenwashing. It's, like, imagine, like, greenwashing diapers. Like, you know what... guys know what greenwashing is?
0: No, what is that? Wait.
2: Okay. Greenwashing uh, green is, like, the idea that, like, um, something is environmentally friendly because it's, like... Um, or it's said to be environmentally friendly because it has, like, green on it. Or think about like um when like like coke bottles were like oh we use um 10 less plastic in or our they um, use
0: it as a marketing point but it doesn't yeah. have to like fully be green it's yeah. like oh like we used we used solar power tools yeah to make, yeah to make this so you know it's green
2: yeah exactly where it's like that didn't really do anything but okay <laughs> yeah right yeah so that'd be an interesting point where it's like how like what at what point like it will they like go eco friendly? Is it going to be like there's still plastic in it but maybe it's like it's biodegradable like fluff or whatever I don't know or it's like biodegrad- biodegradable this but it's not all biodegradable so then it's like is it really green? So that's a good point. Like, I feel like maybe that's kind of what Johnny was saying where it's like will they will they truly go all in into like a fully biodegradable diaper? And then yeah. there's like there's so many uncertainties with that though because it's like you know durability and enjoyability and comfortable like does it even to be comfortable will it be crinkly will it be will there be a market for it so yeah
0: because I know at least being here it definitely seems like if you're gonna make a biodegradable diaper it definitely has to catch their eye because you can totally tell which diapers are like winning if we had to talk about popularity.
2: Yeah and another point that was from the session was that even if it's biodegradable a lot of compost facilities like you can't like generally certain things that go in compost you can't compost on your own you need like an actual like industrial compost so like if you're like living in a rural place and you don't have an industrial compost you might not even be able to, you know, throw away uh, your this biodegradable diaper in a sustainable way anyway. Right. You know, so
0: Acorn, I'm gonna ask you a question uh, so
2: It's acorn again.
3: It's acorn
0: again. <laughs> I
3: fully tweeted that.
0: Did you really? Yes. <laughs> Did you tag me in it?
3: No, I just said I if you know, you know you know if
0: you know, you know. Okay. Oh this is so funny. Um, no, so I interviewed the Cuddle Cooperative who came out with the gnome diapers. She knows who she is. We had a full-on conversation how she says it's the diaper with gnomes on it. Anyway, Cuddle Cooperative came out with
3: this fairy tale diaper,
0: but not a lot of people are buying it, and it's kind of because, you know, they're the new kid on the block of diaper manufacturers. You so,
3: say that, but I just saw like five, not just no, those. Well, know. yeah, cause they're but, handing them out. Oh, they are for free. Yeah, you should you should go get one.
0: <laughs> Even though when this comes out, It'll be, yeah. Come to Capcom and get
3: your free right. diaper. <laughs> no,
0: but what she was kind of saying is because she's the new kid on the block, some people just don't just don't know. So I guess my question is, would you buy from a new company making and their only and their only diaper is eco-friendly? Would you trust a new company, or would you want the eco-friendly diaper to come from a ABU or a Tyco?
3: I mean, I'm open to trying anything. I've tried like every diaper on the fucking market. Um, slut. No, no. Oh my god! Just diaper man. I mean, but we know like Abu just vaulted some things. Maybe we we don't know what they have in store. So that maybe they're true. gonna whip it out. And, um... They could
0: whip it out at any point. And like, just on a little tangent of that, I you know what? I actually kind of think it's cool that they're vaulting it because it's conversations like these that make me like. Right, there's such a powerhouse and there's such a part of our community that I think when they do something, it does kind of have this ripple effect. And so I think there's a point of, oh, they vaulted diapers. There must be new diapers coming. What could it be? And then you have all these different groups who are thinking like, oh, maybe it's biodegradable, or maybe it's the ravers thinking like, oh, it's going to be neon and glow in the dark. Yeah, right? Like yeah. I feel like their change is sparking creativity in a lot of ways. To me, I think it is. You know what?
3: You know what? Here's Leafy, by the way. Oh my God! <laughs> so if
2: there ever is a biodegradable diaper, this is where this is like the announcement that it has to be the Leafy X Acorn environmentally friendly diaper because we're acorns are environmentally friendly and so are leaves. Wait, oh so wait, they, so they should name like a
0: forest or something. Right. Wait, that's so insane. Like wide picture, this is so fun having Le- Leafy and Acorn. And you no, know, what I was gonna say is maybe the diaper is called Leafy's. You gotta start something now. Oh my god! <laughs> I hear
3: <laughs> new business. Casey Strom. <laughs> I, I,
2: Casey Strom. Um, collab. Casey
0: Miles. Whichever one gets gets to her first. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we can have acorns on it. You know what I mean? That'd right. Be cute. It's like it's
0: a little. It's like like a little leaf. Like it's a little petal. Lo-
2: You're like I oh, yeah, roll it. No, trust me. We'll <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll collab. Are they? Rave lights. The
0: lights are flashing
2: <laughs> for those that can't see because it's a podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! But yeah, that would be cute. But like a little squirrel on it, like an acorn, and like a squirrel. Yeah, a little oh, acorn,
0: little squirrel. Oh my god!
2: What if it was like the? I don't know how they would do this, but like, what if it was like an acorn, like a squirrel, like putting something like in a compost pile? I don't know how that would work, but I don't know how that would be on a diaper. Okay,
0: so okay, that's gonna bring up another conversation because I think as a as a content creator, as an artist, I'm always. I'm always walking this fine line of like do I tell you what I'm trying to show you or do I show you what I'm trying to show you? Mm. So in this case, you know, I get it. It's an eco-friendly diaper. Do you have to smack me across the face with "Hey, I'm eco-friendly." Mm. Or could it just be like a nice diaper that I know is eco-friendly?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm. Or or it could be one of oh, be interesting. What if it was like um, this is a possibility. So, if we really wanted to push like the eco-friendly um, kind of movement, what if it was like? Oh my like...
0: god! It stinks in here. I mean, yeah, it's you know, you know why it stinks in here? Because you.
2: you're here. Oh my god! We have to. Uh, we have a we have a uh, surprise, guys. We should ask them a question.
0: Identify yourself. Uh, hi. You can, you
5: can hold it. I'm Teddy Boy 99. Back Welcome ahead. to Newsy's Nook. Because it stinks Um, in here. It it stinks in here because of Newsy. No, I I haven't
0: been stinky once this time.
5: That's bullshit. Or should I say Newsy shit. Um, But yeah, I don't know if this is actually going to get on the podcast. (laughs) But hey, you listeners. I just want to let y'all know he shits his pants every single episode. Thank you.
0: Can we stop shitting on me for two seconds? No, no, no. no you're you're shitting on
5: us. I'm shitting on you.
0: Okay. I have a microphone. Oh,
5: oh, you have a microphone. Oh. So
0: the question is, would you pay a premium price for a premium for an eco-friendly diaper? Um. And you go through a lot because you shit oh my a god. lot.
5: You know, I, I think I would just to feel a little bit better because like there is like a little like nagging voice in the back of my head and I'm like, oh my god, buying Pampers and then using them. Then, like you know what? Fuck. I'm destroying the planet just a little bit.
0: But do you ever think about it? That's another question that was brought up, is do you ever think about oh yeah. how much diapers you're Oh, using? absolutely, absolutely. Are you conscious about it now?
5: Um, I have been conscious about it. I mean, like, I'm friends with Leafy, and so they're, like, very much an, an eco-activist. Um, but, yeah, no, there's just a lot of, literal, like, a lot of shit that goes into, like, PAMPs. Um.
0: Wow, that was so smooth. Do you understand how smooth that was? That was so good.
2: That like, needs to be a quote. Oh my the god. Guys, it needs to be a quote. <laughs>
5: That's so smooth. <laughs> but no, it's just yeah. I, I would pay a premium price for eco pamps because we do think about that. We're. Again, part of the ABDL is that we are adult babies, and so that's one of the things that we should think about: is, hey, how are we impacting the world? How are we spending our money on these resources, and where are these resources coming from?
0: Okay, so the other question that I, that was brought up was, you know, Cuddle Cooperative made these fairy tale diapers. Did you did you know this diaper exists? Yes, um, I okay. got a sample, well, but I haven't this, used this is it an yet. Example I wanted to go with. <laughs> But what, what, what she, well, I was talking to the owner here at Capcom, and she was kind of saying like because she's the new kid on the block, not a lot of people know her. So my question is, would you buy your would you buy a premium diaper from a new company, or would you want it to come from
5: our ABUs, Tykeables of the world? In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it doesn't matter because if you are doing an eco diaper, that is a whole new thing. Um, so if you are a brand new brand, but you have that going for you, being like, oh well, no, this isn't. In- eco-friendly diaper you think that would you like already
1: add that's to a the, yeah no, that's a selling point
5: no yeah that's a big selling point because that's not in the market just yet if abu or tycables already put that out there then i would say yeah be a little bit worried you have competition like you're a new diaper brand like uh, but like if you are doing it first don't worry about uh the other big diaper brands
0: another time at cap i found myself in a cuddle puddle with diaper boy for dad and all of his friends Diaper Boy for Dad and I had already been messaging for a while about discussing his idea of one day showing his face on ABDL social media. I thought, what better time to talk about this than in his room at Capcom? Hey, I am Diaper Boy for Dad. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Diapers for Daddy.
6: Hi, I'm Little Totter.
0: Hi, I'm ABDL 96XX. Okay, so we are talking about showing our faces on social media, yeah. Diaper Boy for Dad, you have had your social media since 2008 Mm -hmm. and you haven't been found out. Yeah. If you haven't been found out, why don't you show your face?
7: God, you know, I just feel like it's something that I am slowly working towards, you know, over time. I used to strictly only post pictures that just showed my body and I would like crop out my face and now I've slowly evolved to a point where I just post the picture and just blur out my face and for me that's somehow a step forward, like a huge step forward and I think that over time I hope to conquer this weird fear of showing my face and actually, you know, post pictures with my face. I don't know why it scares me so much though. Right.
0: And Diapers for Daddy, you do show your face so what, Why? I guess you don't have his fear.
8: Um, not, not necessarily. Um, in the beginning I did hide my face. Obviously, it's it's a big thing to kind of overcome that. Um, I think I've just always really hidden behind um, parts of myself, you know, just coming out, being a gay kid, all of those sorts of things. Um, I'm not hiding behind things anymore. Um, and I made that decision maybe about a year, a year and a half ago. What
0: made you make that decision?
8: Um, I think just knowing that the things that I care about most in the life I already know that I'm ABDL. All of my best friends know that I'm ABDL. The people that I truly care about in life know that I'm ABDL. So I really just don't have that fear of an individual finding something and me not being able being able to just say, yeah, that's a part of me. You already know
0: that. So then I'll bounce back to Diaper Boy for Dad. Do your friends know that you're ABDL? Uh, not that I know of. Not so, my vanilla friends, at least. So do you think that's also a fear that is percolating that your personal friends don't know? So there's that fear. Yeah, there is that fear for sure. And,
7: um, you know, we were talking a little bit ago, and I, I just don't know why I have this fear. You know, I, I feel like um, the older I get, the less I care, but I still somehow haven't been able to overcome this fear of showing my face. And um, I don't know. I think it comes from a, a fear of rejection, really, is what it ultimately is deep down,
0: um, which is totally natural.
7: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, and but at the same time, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm like, why, why do I
0: care so much? Would you tell, if someone dared you right now to call one of your friends and say like, hey, I just want, like, I value you as a friend. I want to tell you I'm into this kink. Would you do it? Oh man, that's a really good question. Because you have three friends that are looking at you like, we're going to do this later. (laughs) (laughs) Um...
7: You know, I might. I think it just depends on the friend because I definitely have some vanilla friends that are kinky, they're just not into ABDL. So I definitely have a couple of friends that I'm like prepared to have the conversation, but I just haven't because the moment hasn't, the right moment hasn't popped up. Mm -hmm. So I think actually the answer to that is
0: yes. You would. Now, do I, do I? Plan on doing it right now?
8: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about you, uh, little Todd, little, Otter to any of your personal friends know? Um Lil Totter here. Lil um
6: and yes, some of my uh, I think a good amount of my personal friends know. Um uh I would say either right in the beginning of the pandemic or right during it or something, the I posted my stuff on um First Grinder with like full face and diaper showing. Yeah, in my short alls and the every well, short alls, but I was wondering I had a pacifier in. Um, it was mixed. I got uh some people were intrigued some people were grossed out it it was overall more positive than i was expecting um do you show your face on social media
0: yes i show my face on instagram and twitter so even with all those people on grinder saying like what the fuck is this you're still like no nah, it's my life i'm well, still gonna post my face Grindr banned me oh well because share. they said that the
6: photos were inappropriate wow and so i went back and forth with them and then they just said like you're banned for life so i can't sign up in any way or capacity so i switched to scruff and i just started i just was like fuck it i'm just gonna post my face because nobody's on the street a we're not going out to bars anymore it's the pandemic um and at this point it it's it is a sexual thing as much as it is a comfort thing so if i was going to do anything with anybody i want them to know flat out like this is it. This is kind of where we're going with it. Um, and then that led into Instagram and Twitter just saying screw it, I'm just gonna show my face. Cause I think the, the biggest fear um, with most people is we wanna control how people perceive us mm-hmm. or our image to other people. Mm-hmm. And we're worried that with people not understanding or knowing any aspect of ABDL, it's gonna take a whole conversation and you're not gonna have that moment to have that conversation in a picture. Before right. that comes up So it's it's kind of like Hit or miss And you might lose friends You might Everyone might be okay with it But it's the control That you're losing I think is what scares people the most
0: You bring up an interesting Like tangent conversation of Do you think more Social media platforms Should have tags For like ABDL A
6: hundred percent Now I'm glad that Recon just recently Put yeah. um, I think it was ABDL Or Diapers mm-hmm. One of the two ABDL um, Scruff doesn't have One I don't believe um, They just they really should, because Scruff is the place you would expect. It's, it's more fetish-based, so, like right. Recon.
0: Right. ABDL96XXX, do you show your face on social media? <laughs> uh,
9: I, I don't show my face, but I'm
0: getting close. What's this getting closer part? Because you talked about getting close. So what is, what is, what is this thing that's creeping? Like, what's causing this creeping feeling?
9: So I think for me, I, it it all started in the beginning. Yeah. Um, As it always I, does. I mean, I've, I've been thinking about one of the questions that was asked early about, like, why do you think we have this fear? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think some of it comes down to um, a sense of shame, probably. Like, if I'm just being totally honest.
0: Like not being fully founded, grounded in your king?
9: Right. But, but also, um, I think that that shame is... That's something that's old for me like that's that's an old me like that's oh so you're... that's my that's my early social media days like right. shame like oh i'm gonna start an abdl instagram account you know um but i don't want anyone to know you know right right who i am i don't want to make up a name you know i just want to be like a you know a step above a lurker account right
0: do you think, okay, because now now I have a follow conversation because before this interview we were talking about how you made this account called ABDL96XXX and you've never changed it. Now that you feel so grounded in your kink, do you feel like you need to create a persona?
9: So uh, I, I realized that I wanted an update actually when I started my, my Twitter. I finally jumped onto, onto Twitter um, in September, I think, of 22. Uh-huh. So fairly recently. Yeah. And once I did that, I was like, oh, God, this seems so outdated. Like, you know, well, here we are at Capcom. Um, my badge has ABDL 96XX on it. You know, right. like it would be nice to have a, a more user friendly name. name, you know, than what I currently have. But uh, I'm I'm one that likes consistency and I've just kept it, you know. I started my Instagram account back in 2016. You're a branding guy. You're like, this is already my brand. I can't change it now. So once I do make a change, I'm going to change everything.
0: So he brought up an interesting point of like, you know, he feels more grounded in his kink, and that's why he's inching towards showing his face. I feel like you're very grounded in your kink. So, Mm -hmm. you know, do you feel like that is what's causing this feeling of like, oh, maybe it's time to show my face? I think so you know i I have accepted this part of
7: me for over a decade at this point you know i I definitely am very comfortable with my fetish, and i i I definitely think that I've gotten rid of probably the vast majority of the shame behind it. you know, I think that there's still a lingering small amount of shame there, but um yeah i do I do feel quite comfortable with myself with this fetish, you know, and it's taken me a long time, but I am here, and I think Um, for me it's been a journey getting to this point and I feel like um, posting pictures actually not blurring my face out and showing my face right um, it's like for me the last final step
0: yeah and at least for me the whole reason I show my face is because I feel like it does in some weird way a little bit of work of like this isn't as weird as you think it Mm -hmm. is like it I'm literally just a guy that likes to piss and other things in my diaper but like If you, I feel like the more you show it to other people in kinky spaces, it becomes less of like a, oh. stigma. Yeah.
7: Yeah. And I agree completely. And I think, um, I hope that I could contribute in some kind of way, you know, to get, to push the community forward, you know, and, and cast a positive light to where people do view us as, or at least find us more acceptable. Because I think that. ABDL is having a moment right now, like socially, like it is. I feel like we're coming out it. of the darkness, you yeah. know, and, and entering more of almost like quote unquote mainstream. Um,
0: and yeah, that's part of it, I guess for me too. So we have two very hot content creators in this room right now. And so I'll ask the question of, um, do you hide the fact that you're into diapers when you meet other creators, when you hook up and all that? um do you hide that
7: well i hmm. like if you were at a bar and
0: like this hot guy was looking at you and oh. you were wearing a diaper would you be like no i can't sorry
7: um probably to be honest
0: really yeah
8: would I, you would you, We are very different people (laughs) and we
0: both know this about each other. No, you would would be like, yes, I'm doing it. I I am
8: single, but every time I go on a date, I feel like my first date conversation, a lot of times it it comes up. We talk about sex, what we're into, kinks, are we, or not. I'm identifying things right up front because I'm not going to waste time with people. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. So for me at a bar, if someone comes up, if I'm actively wearing, Uh I'm going to be like, hey, you're hot. Do you want to have fun with this? Or do you want to meet up later on and, and just have normal
0: Well, know, that's actually really thing. nice. You give them the option.
8: I mean, in the moment I'd probably take them home and figure it out, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna improvise it. And what's, what's we'll the response? Deal. Have you ever brought a guy home and you're like wearing a diaper and he's like, I can get into that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
8: that's yeah, there is a story. Actually my ex fiance on the first night that we met. Okay. Uh, oh gosh, this is a personal story. <laughs> <laughs> but better. first night that I met my ex fiance, um, <laughs> I invited him over, obviously we went home together and he came into my apartment and I don't know what I was doing. I was distracted. I was talking to a neighbor or something of that sort and my, my uh, computer was up and Diaper Boys was on <gasps> the screen and um, nothing happened in the moment. But when we were in the bedroom, we started. Talk- he was like, are you into anything kinky? And mm-hmm. um, We kind of went down that convo and he was like, well, how do you feel about diapers? And my mind was just sort of blown in this like scenario, knowing that I had a full stack of diapers in the closet right next You're to like, us. You're like, hold on.
0: <laughs> so yeah,
8: literally that was the moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I literally have diapers right here. Um, and he put me in one. And that was the first night we met and we were engaged and not together any longer. <laughs> Very <right>. single. <laughs> we did not get engaged the next day. That was five years later, <laughs> but yes. <laughs>
0: Holy shit! So the guy that you're talking about is right there. No. Oh.
10: No. No. I was like, what? No, 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 no. no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very inebriated. (laughs) I don't know. Didn't you guys used to date? No, you just make a lot of content together. I think a misnomer.
7: Well, when we hear it here first, because
0: honestly, I did think you both (laughs) dated for a while.
7: We met in. COVID? Yeah, 2020. 2020. And we really hit it off. We never officially dated, but Mary we definitely hit it off, hit a it a off sh- and hung few, out, made, made some, some hot content together for sure. Yeah. I'm glad and, you
0: identify that it is hot content. Um, <laughs> You're so proud of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You're very proud of it.
7: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so. Um, and we just, you know,
0: we're really good close friends. He's one
7: of my closest friends. I, I love him. so.
0: Mm. Have you both ever had a diaper grinder hookup experience? Here she ever? goes. I don't know what I have. Oh I no! I'm thinking. I'm just okay.
6: Here you go. Oh. Um. Oh, absolutely. because uh, before I had my face in, in diapers obvious on uh the apps, I would always bring it up. I would always go right to because it's sexual. So I'm like, do you have any kinks and fetishes? Uh-huh. This is all like a whole list of things i'm into but these are like my top ones or whatever what do you think about that and then i've had a, several people who surprised me like you know what that sounds interesting i want to try it kind of thing and so, does that
0: turn you on more when they're like i'm going to try this
6: oh absolutely i i it's not specific to the diapers it's more so that they're adventurous and open i think that's the turn
0: there's something deeper to it so it makes it more fun yeah she figured it out. What's the story? <laughs>
9: All right, so here's here's my take on it. Um, so if I'm just looking to hook up with somebody, like I'll use grinder or something, but that's not really my style. Like I need, like some aspect of diaper play, like when I hook up with somebody, like that's oh, okay. usually just the mindset that I'm in. Uh huh. So um, I'm lucky enough to be in Chicago, where you that's know, very convenient. Where it's a fairly common. You know, thing. There's quite a few people up here, and you know, you make your friends in the community and all of that. Um, so, you know, I relied on Recon and you know some of the the online websites uh, for for all the diaper stuff. But if I'm just looking for sex, which frankly doesn't you know happen that often. No,
0: you want the diaper.
9: I need the diaper. You need stuff. the diaper. I need I the diaper it. stuff.
0: So I'm from a small town. So this question pops into my head, and I'm wondering if it's weird to ask this question. Are you ever worried that you're going to hook up with someone within the Chicago, right, or from Chicago? So
9: I'm, I'm also from a very small town.
0: So are you ever worried about like tainting the pool that you play in? Oh yeah,
9: yeah, that absolutely. That crosses your mind.
0: Yeah, because that crosses my mind a lot. Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah, it's one of it's it's something that frankly I'm still figuring out. You know, as those things like happen because yeah. they will happen. They will um, happen.
7: Yeah, absolutely. What
4: do you mean, tainting the pool?
0: Sorry. Wait, Nuzi, what do you mean by tainting the pool? I guess, like, in my head, there's this weird divide, and I even do this in real life, because in Santa Barbara, there's not a lot of gay people, and so I'm always playing this game of, like, you're really cute, but, like, I, you're more valuable to me as a friend than a hookup, so I don't want to cross that line, and I have those feelings in this community, too, where I'm like, ah, I really want to be your friend. And I don't want to be known as that guy that's just like bouncing from I don't know, mm-hmm. bouncing from guy to guy hooking up. Yeah, God, you're such a slut, newsy.: I'm sorry. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
0: What's your response? <laughs> um, I thought I
7: I I thought there was you meant something else by it. Like, oh, what did you what did I thought you that? were saying? Like, do you ever worry about like having a diaper hookup with someone? local that you might run into at a bar later with your non-kinky friends
0: oh well that also crosses my mind but for his instance because i know this city's big enough you could probably find a bar that you know your vanilla friends probably won't because i did that in san francisco a lot, a, a lot. but in santa barbara we don't have a lot of queer spaces so it's like if i hook up with timmy and he like raw dogs raw dogs me and then on thursday we're at karaoke and he's sitting right there that's a weird thing to go with Yeah, Especially if I'm friends with Timmy's friends, right? So because then I'll be hanging out with them and then we're going to meet at the bar and then it's like, oh, hi, we've hooked up. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, Yeah. and that definitely, I think, is very Uh, relatable. I think we
7: all kind of want to avoid those situations for sure. And I think we've all kind of been there too.
6: We have all been there. I actually, if you've seen my Twitter content, I go to the gym. I will be on a scooter in my abdl clothes and a very obvious diaper going through west hollywood so i have there's there's no issue and then sometimes it's like this weird brave moment that i have i'm "I'm gonna go do this it'll Uh be fun and i do it and there's that fear that like people i know people who have lived there long enough to now i have a decent sized group friend that i'm I'm almost certainly going to run into somebody i know by the end of the night um but there's also that like side of it that's like, rip the band-aid off, kind of hot situation, kind of like, well, screw it, now you know, and we're going to go from here, so.
10: But LA's
0: such, like, a welcome, like, it's like San Francisco a little bit, like, there's queerness there, so there's, I almost feel like if you're accepting of queer, you're accepting of a lot of other things, We're in Santa Barbara, we literally have, like, one gay bar, it's not even a gay bar, it's like a gay Apple store that sells (laughs) fake vodka at and so, like, there's that fear of like, I can't, I can't do that. I did that in San Francisco a lot, mm-hmm. where I would just go out like in Little's gear, and if like a friend saw, it would be like, they much queer, like they write it off. Mm-hmm. Where in Santa Barbara, it'd be like, oh, did you see what, did you see what Newsy was doing, you know?
6: Well, so West Hollywood is interesting as far as the demographic is concerned. Um, I've always taken it to, there are people who are very into themselves and very concerned with their image and what they can also get from you is a lot of the crowd that you meet. So while like San Francisco, you can absolutely get away with it because it's just expected. Land of Fruit and Nuts is almost only in San Francisco, but in LA, I think it's more on the uh, superficial side. So you, there's a bigger risk with it.
0: After this conversation, we all headed down to the ballroom for the talent show. Other than Pup Neon's killer performance, another performance that stood out to me was Daddy Hockey Bro's original song. I'm soaked in leaking all over the place, so to close out the show, here is Hockey Bro's song, Soggy Blues.
10: Well, my baby woke me up, up late last night, he said. Daddy, please cuddle me, I've had quite a fright. Hat. I rolled over and grabbed him Then fully awoke Cause I rubbed his butt And realized he's so old You might think that this was Something new But I'm just dealing with the soggy type of blues Well, I took my kiddo To his preschool I said Go have fun and try to be cool When I came back at the end of the day Well he just waddled up my way His padding was soaked, it was leaking to who And now I'm neck deep in the soggy dapper blues The kid defies physics, that's what I think Cause he wets more than he drinks I change him after I make him shower And then he's leaking in less than an hour I'm giving half my income to ABU That's why I've got the soggy type of blues Well, I've tried training pants And I've tried big more Yes, I've tried so much body training But still, guests come more And they look at the floor And they say, Hey, was not just raining? I've tried to convince him The toilet's no prison But he won't listen when I speak Cause deep down I know That when it's time to go He'll always spring a leak it's true Oh, it's true I've got the soggy tap of news. Well, I guess that this is my life. Change his pampers and cuddle him tight. Kiss his head, tickle his sad Be there for him when he laughs. It's a good thing he's so damn cute. So I can put up with his soggy dapper blues. Oh, I'm just loving these soggy dapper blues. Thank you.